0: Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's
1: day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to season three, episode four of The Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast for all you coaches out there. On today's episode, we're getting the ball rolling with everything you want to know about FIFA 2022. We also got an inkling you'll like what we saw at Nintendo's direct event this week. And then you better pack your bags and all your tokens because we're taking you on a tour of Japan's arcade scene in our newest feature, Tasting It to the Streets. As always,
2: my name is Troy. I'm Brian. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel.
3: And I'm Joe. Before we get started, a friendly reminder to hit that like button, give us a follow, check out our social media, especially this week, Twitter, where we will be featuring our new and exciting indie games such as Sable, Lost in Random, and Kataria Fables.
1: Thank you, Manda. Welcome. <laughs> so I'm going to kick today off with a question Ooh. submitted by Eccentric. Thanks for writing in, bud. The question is, if you were on a sports team, and like that sports team had like a jersey. Okay, what would the number be on the back of that jersey, and why?
3: Thirteen. Why? It's my lucky number.
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> uh, thirteen's the day I was born on, and it used to always rain on my birthday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like always and
3: I'm really bad at sports, so all of that seems to track.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when you were playing sports and it would rain on your birthday, would you be playing sports on your birthday? So it no, would like I, rain I, during I, your game? I
3: rarely had a sport event on my birthday. I'm just saying okay. that generally I'm not the luckiest person so uh...
1: and, and you want this on your back
3: what? Uh, You just said, what would it be? Not what would I like it to be. So you
1: wouldn't have a choice. You you would try to draw like a 14 or like a five, and then on game day, just a 13 appears on the back of your jersey.
3: Some people are sports people, and I am okay with the person that I am and the fact that that those two Venn diagrams don't overlap.
4: (laughs) Fair fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, For myself, uh, every single creative character I ever do is 13. Oh my uh, god! Wait a second. Well, I'm also was <laughs> born on the 13th, so
1: guys, what? <laughs> Haunt 13 wars, go!
3: <laughs> wait, 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 but but is Brian also not good at sports?
1: Uh, I'm pretty good at sports. Everything oh, okay. but basketball. All right, all right, all
3: right. <laughs> okay. Because if we I, were both bad at sports, then that would just be our team name.
1: <laughs> we're bad at sports. No, thirteen.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> third team. Because oh. then it's name and number. Oh, a pop. oh no. Okay. No, we are the third team, and all of our numbers are thirteen. You figure it out.
1: <laughs> no one can tell them apart. Nobody. Just it does, it does a, the exact opposite
4: of what numbers are supposed to do in sports.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a pro strat.
1: And number 13 passes to number 13, who passes to number 13.
3: Yeah, no one's ever going to know what our plays are.
1: <laughs> this is, and it this was is intercepted by. <laughs> so is 13 your number because uh, it's also your, your, your date of birth?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, one of my favorite numbers. Uh, it was also one of the numbers that Joe and I got married on because oh, it's snap. both of
1: our favorite numbers. Get out Uh, of here. So when you you
4: get to Joe's number, you'll know when we got married. Oh.
1: (laughs) I feel like we all know what Joe's number is going to be. Wait a second.
5: I think you all do know what number it's going to be. What's it going to be, Joe? Let's give it a countdown. We can start from one, and we can stop at it, or we can start at the number where you should always start, which
3: is the number.
2: Okay, no, hang on a second. Hang on a second. What I'll do is I'll count to three, and on three, we all say what we think Joe's number would be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can we do that? Let's yes. do it. Yeah. Okay. yeah All right. Let's do it. I'm gonna go one, two, three, and then we say it. Okay. 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 Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. All right. sure. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Four.
4: four. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the number, Joe?
5: <laughs> Clearly, it is the perfect number, the most amazing number, the number you should start every countdown with. Number four. That was my sports number when I played sports. So I, I really wait, liked it.
1: Wait. Okay. Since we've been friends for a while, I was under the impression that you loved the number four because of Fantastic Four. So did your love for Fantastic Four come first or your love for the number four come first?
5: I want to say the Fantastic Four came first, but I did play sports before that and it was... I, I think
3: I had a four in almost that every inclination in, of it. That's it's, why I'm asking. Okay, no, so no, yeah, try, I hadn't really thought about it. It's like the classic <laughs> chicken and the egg problem. Yeah. It's like, did Joe's love for the number four exist before oh, wow. they wrote the Fantastic Four? Uh, is, or did they write the Fantastic Four because is, of Joe's love of the right. number four?
1: Is your love You'll for Fantastic know. Four the reason why you picked up that comic to begin with?
5: It's it's quite possible. Oh I hadn't really thought about it really, but it is my favorite <laughs> number and has been for a very long time. So
4: It was actually because of Lincoln's speech, four score. Uh, there
1: we go there it is that's what it
4: is
0: I I do
1: love that that your number you love the number 13 by proxy because it adds up to four it
5: adds to four (gasps) does that go with
1: all numbers that add up to four like any Anytime you can make
5: a number if you you can listen to past podcasts and I will say things like that after someone points out something I'm like and that's divisible by four so that makes it good (laughs) so I say things like that on this podcast
1: (laughs) so whether it's like 22 and you can like Add those two and make four, or it's like twenty-eight, and you can divide it. You're just like done. It's that just makes so many numbers your favorite number.
5: It does. Smart. It's great.
2: That's so crazy. Dang, that's it's (laughs) man. This is really weird. Um, so you guys want to guess what mine is?
5: Is four your favorite as well?
4: Is it thirteen?
2: No.
3: <laughs> it's four. Isn't Come it? on, four. It's Come four. four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh.
0: Get okay. Out
2: of here. Okay. So hang hey, got a second? I so I actually did play soccer. So when I used to play soccer initially, my number was four. Uh, when I was moved into the midfield, my number became eight. Okay. Uh, and then uh, when later on, when I started uh, playing with a couple of friends on like a team in in Los Angeles when I was living out there. The number four and the number eight were both taken, so I took up the number 22.
0: Nice!
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Amazing.
2: (laughs) So this is incredible. This is ridiculous.
5: It's a good day for the number four.
2: It's It's just a good day to be our friend,
1: you know? Gosh, you all with your matching numbers making me all odd man out over here.
3: I just very very quickly Googled the numerology of four oh. and 13. <gasps> okay. And essentially four is like the sun. And I oh. just Googled 13 and 13, and I, I'm quoting this, is the test, the suffering, and the death. <laughs> oh my gosh.
4: <laughs> that explains Manda
1: and I perfectly. I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Troy, what, 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 what should we Google for you?
1: <laughs> All right, mine's, mine's weird, because like it's definitely not 13 or 4. And I apologize. I didn't know this was a 13-4 club. Neither did we. Ahead of time.
3: You can just call it the four club. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It just one and three equal four, so just four or five. It
1: all comes back to four. You know what? My number does come back to four as well in a certain way. Um, My favorite number is 32. Okay.
3: It's a
5: great number.
1: I know you would probably want some really deep reason as to why, specifically out of all numbers, 32 is my favorite. Uh And that's kind of the reason why it's my favorite. Okay. Um, When I was in middle school, I had to wake up. To, to get on the bus or whatever. So I had to wake up mm-hmm. at like 6.30 or 7.30. I don't know what I, when I had to wake up. Um, but I but if I set it at 6.30 and I used a snooze alarm, I know the snooze is like eight minutes. And so I would like calculate too much or I would just, it would be too easy to um, press the snooze button and know exactly when I'm going to wake up next, which would just make me snooze more and then sleep in. Yeah. So I would purposely offset the number to 7.32 instead of 30. And for some reason, those two numbers... Just messed me up with math.
3: <laughs> you had to think.
1: I had yeah. to think more, and by the time I was thinking more, I was awake and I was ready to go. It didn't matter that I did that for a year and <laughs> could not add any better by the end of that that year in middle school. Um, but because of that, the idea that thirty two is just just a number you d- is just not usually a number that people will will think of uh-huh. because it's so it's you know either uh, too high for to be a cool number or too low to be an awesome number. <laughs> I guess. Or would it be an epic number?
4: Yeah, uh, it's funny. My uh, my best friend from kindergarten his his favorite number was thirty two as well. Also what? for a random reason, <laughs> there was there was I don't remember if there was ever a reason. Uh, my friend Mitch, yeah. he just liked the number thirty two, and that's what he has continued on into his adulthood. So you're <laughs> uh, similar there
3: for <laughs> numerology thirty two. <laughs> stands for Creativity, Freedom, and Personal Expression.
1: Wow. Whoa. And, you know, all of our numbers wow. express us so perfectly. <laughs> oh, my I don't goodness. know how this could be even better,
3: you know? Wow.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we all got the right number. You all got the I answer honestly, correct. <laughs> this I a quiz honestly trust numerology
2: more than I trust astrology at this point.
1: <laughs> I love you all and all your numbers. Beautiful, beautiful. If you have a question at home that you'd like us to answer, go ahead and jump onto our Discord, our podcast discussion channel, and you can actually ask us a question. We'll read it over and then answer it on the podcast itself. So head on over there, links in our bio, and enjoy that. But something else you can enjoy is some soccer action. I'm going to throw it to Hassel,
2: Hassel, my friend, what are you playing? Oof. All right, y'all. So... Listen from the deep waters of my basement. I I I can tell you right now I am so happy to be back on this podcast and so happy to be talking to you guys. I got the chance to uh, be one of the beta testers for FIFA twenty two. VIP twenty two. You
4: mean that number that you wore in soccer?
2: Yeah. Holy crap! Listen, everything everything is coming back around. (laughs) Hassel. Yeah, that game's not even out yet. So it's not out. Uh, it will actually be out by the time your sweet, sweet ears are listening to this podcast.
0: Ooh. Very nice.
2: So it is very timely. It will be out on Sunday, uh, September 26th. Um, so right off the bat, I can tell you guys that this is probably one of the most immersive sports games that I've ever played. Wow. And mind you, like, I didn't have access to all of the features of FIFA 22. I only have a- had access to, you know... Um, Just the the very regular game and something they called Volta Football now, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But, I mean, this is the first game that they're using something called a hyper motion engine for. And Okay. And what does that mean? What does that mean? So, explain in in soccer terms. Do
3: they make you kick a ball physically? Like, (laughs) (laughs) replace your controller with a ball?
2: Would you be more interested or less interested (laughs) if they made you (laughs) kick a (laughs) ball? Both. (laughs) no so uh they don't okay to answer Amanda's question they don't you you do not physically kick a ball I'm out but uh, so
3: I am both more interested and less interested
2: (laughs) (laughs) so basically what HyperMotion, uh what the new engine that they're using is is they they literally went over to the UK they they you know strapped all these sensors to all of these different players and they had them play 11 on 11 like actual games And they had all of these sensors, just essentially machine learn the way that they moved on the pitch and the way that they would move their bodies as they were interacting with other players. So what this is resulting in is this resulting in a gameplay that is more realistic than ever. Like um, the the forwards will run into empty spaces when they when they don't you know when they need to go ahead and like find a through ball or something like that. Um, Just when whenever like you are going up for a header against another player like the physicality of it is there like it it looks and feels like especially with the with the uh controllers for the ps5 like they made it so it the experience of playing the game is incredible
3: so it's like mocap plus machine learning
2: exactly yeah That's so cool. i think there's so the machine, like... for machine learning in gotcha. uh, in sports games uh-huh. and i i do have i do have my qualms with it Know, uh-huh. I'll, I'll talk about it, but <laughs> okay. um, it, it is overall making the the gaming experience so much better. So the machine
4: got about four minutes of usable
2: footage out of every 90-minute game is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> if they're just
4: following a regular soccer game.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> essentially it, it is that. No, um, So I think, and this is something that FIFA, you know, again, the FIFA game hasn't changed in I think over like 20 years at this point. True. It is. It is. It continues to be the same, right? Is the 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 premier like football simulating game. Yes. And I don't think it's getting away from that. But one of the cool things that they added uh for the new FIFA 22 is they actually add a create a team. Okay. So what you can do is you can create a team. You can create the uniform and and you know customize your stadium and do all of the financial background for all of that and put them into like the premier league and you can start from the very bottom i think like they they have like five english tier leagues and you can start at the very bottom and work your way up or you can just make a super team and just be like the premier of football yeah yeah
4: how immersive is the simulation like how many bribes can you give people At any one time. Because, like, Um, I mean, how immersive are we talking? I mean, yeah, we're talking professional sports here. we're talking FIFA. Right. No, (laughs) yeah, we're talking FIFA. Is there,
3: like, doping? Can you, like, dope?
4: That's baseball, thank you very <laughs> okay. much. Yeah, that's okay. baseball. That's American, you, man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, you keep, only
3: only we cheat with drugs. Yeah, <laughs> you keep
2: doping in the right sport.
3: I'm sure right. that they take performance-enhancing drugs in Probably. other... Probably. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: the, <laughs> most, the most that'll happen is like you'll you'll uh, get like arrested on the field for using cocaine or something like that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slap on the wrist. <laughs> it's just a slap it's on the wrist. It's just a yellow card. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a
4: yellow card, exactly. Hacel, <laughs> um, so, uh,
3: uh,
1: you have played FIFA games for as long as I've known you I have memories of playing FIFA with you Mm -hmm. going back 10 years plus Mm -hmm. um do you know approximately how many FIFA games you've played have you played every single one year by year or and how is this one differing from those we have the machine learning but is there anything else that's that's standing out to you right now
2: um okay so I'm gonna do a little google here because I mm-hmm. can tell you the exact first FIFA game I ever played. All right. Google it up, babe. So, uh, And the reason why I can Google it. <laughs> I'm, I'm Wolverine. I was about to say, okay, <laughs> Wolverine game's coming Not out early. Snick, snick. <laughs> um, the reason why I can pinpoint which FIFA I, I played was uh, the very first one that I played, uh, it had an intro by Chumbawamba's Thump Thumping. <laughs> <laughs> can you feel it? Yeah. <laughs> I get knocked <laughs> down, but I get up again. Uh, and that was FIFA 98. So nice. I just Googled it in FIFA 98. 98. Uh, so I have played wow. every FIFA since FIFA 98. Every single one. Get out every of here. Every single one. Goodness. That's yeah, amazing. Uh, it's. Do you, oh man. Do you find that, that there is
1: me... that much of a difference between the iterations, or do you see them mostly as just very tiny, granular kind of improvements? It's been,
2: yeah, it's been like a baby step. Like, type thing. Like, it's been gradually getting better. This is the first game that has been engineered for the next-gen consoles. Okay, that's big. I can tell you right now, the minute you score a goal as the home team on this, your entire house is going to feel it. (laughs) <laughs> like the camera sh- the camera shakes like the stadium is rocking like people are jumping like just, your controller's <laughs> vibrating it's just it's so just cool confetti shoots out of your cupboards <laughs> yeah the controller somehow hits you in the face yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> somehow they've hired an actual player to break into your house and come give you a hug
3: like <laughs> and they're for fan. some reason they're sweaty it's just a fan but they've got like the the face paint on and the right. the whole the whole uh, uniform and then they come over and they just scream and they're, rah, and then they run out.
2: A hooligan shows up to your yeah, house yeah.
4: and roughs you up somehow.
2: <laughs> so I am currently looking at a picture of all of the fifas since fifa 96 and uh-huh. I am gradually getting more and more depressed. Why? <laughs> Man, H hits you really hard, y'all. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> That's just experience. That just gives you more of a reason to be good at talking about this on a podcast. You can
1: mark your age in FIFAs. <laughs> I, was, yeah. uh, I was FIFA
2: 2003 old when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when I died, they're probably just going to tell my life in FIFAs.
3: I'd, I'd only played three FIFAs at the time.
1: I was three FIFAs
3: old. I was three FIFAs old. I was
2: so young. <laughs> uh, no, uh, my biggest—I think my—the biggest negative that I could—I could find in the entirety of the game. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think they've made any changes to uh, FIFA Ultimate Team, which is where most players are going to spend their time. Right? Okay. It is—it well- is the online community for FIFA, basically. Uh, if you know anything about it, you essentially get a pack, almost kind of like trading cards, and you get to mm-hmm. build your team through that. Oh, um, like like loot crates. Exactly. Did you start
3: it's- over from the last version of FIFA, or do you get to carry things over?
2: Good question. So you you do get to carry some things over. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure if this game allows you to, and that's because, as you know, a, a tester for the game, I was not able to actually test out FIFA Ultimate Team.
0: Okay.
4: Fair enough. And uh, but this is this is where EA makes a lot of their money. Yeah. On FIFA franchise, it's not the game itself; it's actually the microtransactions oh, yeah. afterwards. It's yeah, crazy. I mean,
2: like, and I'm sure if you go back, uh, I want to say like a couple of months, like you could hear me talking about, you know, FIFA 21 and my experience with it, how, you know, I've encountered nothing but super teams on FIFA Ultimate Team as, and as someone who doesn't necessarily spend the money to to you know get this team like full Uh of stars like it just made me feel like (laughs) like i've never played fifa my entire life
3: i want to say your exact words were that you were losing constantly to (laughs) nine-year-olds um i can so
2: i can neither confirm nor deny that
4: uh their their moms don't let them talk
1: on the the mics
2: that's what it is right yeah (laughs) Uh, this, um, I,
1: I have not played uh, a soccer game, a FIFA game. Actually, I haven't owned one to play. And I kind of got on a kick like once a year. I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> thank, yeah. thank, you, thank you. all. Thank you all. Be here all night, at least for the next hour. <laughs> um, I, uh, but I you, got, a, sorry, wait,
3: sorry. It was a bad joke. I was going to say, but you live here. <laughs> <laughs> I go no <nowhere>. way. <laughs>
1: so like ever since NBA 2K16, I got on a kick to try and play a sports game every year because I had this really dumb epiphany that sports are games too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the original game,
4: you could <gasps> oh, say. Oh, like
3: a yeah. game made from a game. It was a, a game game. It's a
1: game. I
4: forgot
2: Wait, growing it's a game up. Game game. It, so hang on what? a second. Was last yeah. year was last year MLB The Show? Is that why I played correct. against you in MLB The Show last year? Yes, that is, okay. that is correct. Gotcha.
1: That was my game last year to like game try game. out. It's like dig into and understand like the nuance. To try and understand sports. Because so I grew up not a sports guy. And it became such a, I don't know, just what it like a way of life or just a thing that people do yeah. that I forgot that it's still a game. And it wasn't until I got into the actual um, uh, like rule sets of these different sports games that I started realizing they're not that different than like the tabletop games I play. Some of the rules are just mm-hmm. as outlandish and like dumb
3: <laughs> you you realizing that fantasy football is just a dnd for for sports people Right. yeah, yeah. yeah. or even regular That's football correct. Yeah. yeah yeah and like
1: regular football is just a ta- just a regular t- tabletop game as well like the, some of the rules that go it's into it it's like
3: that. concussion tabletop rpg <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like beer pong but you smash your head against the yeah. table every time every once in a while so yeah so i'm interested in getting into fifa because i haven't done that but i need to know Is there a good, like, create-a-character mode? Because that's, like, my in with (sighs) these games.
2: Man, Troy. Yeah? Uh, I will say, like, one of the things that has me most excited about FIFA 22 and the reason why I actually have early access to the game, aside from being a tester, I I do have early access to the actual full game. Okay, okay. Uh, The create-a-character matched with the Mm create-a-team. Like, oh, my God. Like you're telling me that I'm going to be able to set the price for a pint of beer at a game?
1: <gasps>
2: I think you just got me and Manda. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're telling this. me you're telling me that I am, I am going to have to keep the financials for my team? Like I'm oh going to need gosh. to know whether or not Ooh. like I am in the, in the red like for for a season? Manda?
1: Manda, can you and I make characters? Yes,
2: and we play for Liverpool. Yes, and and we live out. I will stop talking. To you, I will stop talking to you forever.
0: <laughs>
2: Liverpool, Are you Liverpool's Manchester the first United fan. Yeah,
4: yes, he's a man. Are you, you kidding?
2: I just got the Gosh, Lego set for the stadium. I don't know what they mean.
1: I've just seen. I've just watched Ted Lasso recently, so
0: I'm, I'm pulling oh, it off. Fantastic show, by the way.
2: I think that show's doing more for, like, soccer than anything in this country. Um, Yeah. So, just to wrap it up, quick hits. I think the things that I'm most excited about, uh, hyper motion in the game, it just makes the the gameplay feel 100% different. Like, and it's just... They got the likeness of all of these professional players. And it's something that, you know, not a lot of other soccer simulators have out there. So, like, you know, eFootball and, like, Pro Evolution Soccer and stuff like that. While those games do have their positives, like, you know, I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that drives FIFA is that they have the licensing for all of this stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay, awesome.
2: Number two, the create a character and create a, uh, a team. I am absolutely in love with that. And I cannot wait to do more of it. Number three, Volta Football is essentially FIFA Street, so it, it's oh. the the equivalent of NBA Street, which is amazing. <laughs> which I really
1: like that game. Yeah. But, but
4: question: Is Jake from State Farm also in FIFA
2: Twenty Two? Good question. Good question. Um, I I don't know. Now, can you okay. can you create a, create a character, a character that's, that's named right. is Jake and I mean, last name from State Farm?
4: You can. <laughs> That actor (laughs) legally changed his name to Jake from State Farm.
1: So, I mean, (laughs) hey, anything's possible. Yeah. (laughs) Way to commit, bud. Way to commit.
3: (laughs) I do have a question. Okay. How long do you think it'll be before they have a youth soccer mode? and it's just all the players when they were, like, nine, and then every time you kick the ball, everyone in the field runs to the ball.
0: <laughs>
1: so
2: not far The goalie off. just stands there <laughs> looking at a butterfly. The
3: goalie sits down, <laughs> cross-legged. Just
2: picking his nose. <laughs> the goalkeeper just sitting up against the post because there's nothing happening <laughs> his end. Yeah. Still uh, somehow
4: uh, blocks the ball. It doesn't... <laughs> So I, um, I will say the one thing to, that I miss. The one thing that yes. I
2: miss. A couple of Fifas ago, they did have like a story mode where like you played this like young oh, no. kid from the UK and stuff like that. Don't tell me they, they don't got have rid of the story mode. Oh, Aww.
1: I know, oh, man, I know. That, oh, the the fifth cuts the deepest. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, I was getting my hopes up and
2: everything. I love a story mode. Um, me too, man. But uh, but we'll then again, listen. Like once because I have early access to the game, I'll play it and then I'll let you know if the story mode is in there because okay. I, okay. It, it didn't it didn't look like it was there when I played it.
1: Okay. If you had to give a sandwich rating for this uh, experience that you had, hassel, what would you what would you
2: give it?
3: How many sandwiches and what kind of sandwich? Yeah.
2: Okay. So sandwich rating, I would I would give it a four out of five sandwiches. All right. Okay. All right. Solid. I think I think that FIFA does need to do a couple of like updates as soon as the game comes out. Because I think that the balance between offense and defense isn't there yet. I feel like okay. it's too easy gotcha. to score a goal and defenders are kind of dumb right now. Gotcha. <laughs> on, so on the, the machine learning is working. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, to to a soccer fan, someone who's played every single FIFA since 1998, I am going to give it four sandwiches out of five. What kind of sandwiches this is? Um, Troy, what's your go-to sandwich? You go to a deli. What's your go-to sandwich? Like a tuna. Okay. Tuna sandwich. Would you say that you've been having tuna sandwiches for the past like twenty three years? Close to it. <laughs> yeah. So think of think of this sandwich as that tuna sandwich, but this time around they did something to pizzazz it. And you're and like, they just oh, always add a little something oh. to it or they
1: take a little something away. Well, here's the thing with, with with the tuna salad. It's different everywhere you go. There's right. never yeah. one tuna salad yeah. that's the same. But so. this is
3: like you bite into it and it's somehow just a little like, bit different. They, you're like, oh, a little, did they
1: add yeah. a little
2: apple chutney
3: this year? Oh. Is that
1: cinnamon? Oh. No.
2: Why? It's, it's, <laughs> see, like and, and like if it was my tuna did sandwich, tuna like out maybe out this, this year, year? <laughs> <laughs> maybe this year on my tuna sandwich, they added a little pine nuts, a little avocado, you know, right? <laughs> and you're like oh oh this is this is exciting <laughs> okay <Yeah.
1: laughs> nice nice well thank you very much cell for uh, giving us a deep dive on fifa 22 out today or when you hear this should be out by the time you hear this That's right yeah you guys want me to talk about fifa again <laughs>
4: no. <laughs> no, it's, it's your own naga we can't do it we can't oh, do no. it oh, no oh, no
1: no <laughs> All right, now let's jump into our games industry news section. Uh, Brian, can you start us off with some news about Deltarune? That's right. Deltarune Chapter 2, surprise release
4: this week. And it actually crashed itch.io, its distribution website, for like five minutes. Like They they tweeted out, hey, Deltarune Chapter 2 is out now. And then they tweeted like three minutes later, all right, we're crashed. is,
1: (laughs) Is it a free game? It is a free game. Do they send you, like, I don't know, candy? (laughs) Like, why why is everyone coming into this? Deltarune
4: 2 is candy. So,
1: (laughs) the reason why is because the game was created by Undertale
4: creator, Toby Fox, and it's set in the exact same universe. Yeah. So, its first chapter released in 2018, and that was also Shadow Dropped. Uh, And then Fox released the first chapter for free and said the rest were going to cost money. But... Chapter two was also released for free because he actually released an entire like letter quote, and I'm going to quote some of it though. Okay. The world has been really tough for everybody recently. So I decided to release Delta room chapter two for free. I guess like a pet cat that drops bugs at your doorstep. I can (laughs) with some pride show you some weird things I've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if it will help, but I hope so. Wow. And then the letter goes on and says, um, to spend the money that you would have spent on this, onto other indie game creators out there. Gosh, Um, And he also goes on to reiterate, the rest of the chapters will be done when they're done, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're going to be released all at the same time, and then that was when it's going to cost you money. Okay. (laughs) So they're going to release chapters three, four, and five all at once in a lump sum, and then that's where you can buy it.
1: That just makes me feel good. Like, Undertale was... I think one of my favorite games of 2017 or whenever that came out. So the idea that that the spiritual successor, I guess this would be called. Yeah, it's it's, it's
4: apparently set in the same universe. So like a direct sequel maybe? No, because okay. it's kind of like it's it's kind of like I don't know like like just how a,
1: Star Wars and then Star Wars Visions. Is so out. just a successor, not necessarily a spiritual successor. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just that just makes me happy. That that's such a that's a heartwarming
4: that's, story.
3: That's the best part about the indie community is yeah. I feel like that indie devs are really good about supporting other indie devs.
4: Cause they get
1: they get the
3: struggle. Yeah, Ex- yeah. Especially
4: if they made a whole bunch of money when yeah. they sh- when they solo developed a single game and they're like, oh, I have all these millions of dollars. Well, I might as well just hire a bunch of people, make some good games, also yeah. for
1: cheap, and then help help others out. Exactly. That's great. That makes me happy. Well, also this past Thursday, Nintendo came out with a Nintendo Direct where they got to showcase a lot of their upcoming games and give us updates on um, games that are currently existing or may even be shadow dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Joe, what did you uh, find as highlights? Oh my interact.
5: gosh! There were so many things, but the things I think that I love the most. There was the Nintendo Online is getting an update. There is an yes. expandable pack that's happening to it. It's going to have N64 games and Sega games on it. Oh yes. my oh. Yeah. So it's yes. N64
4: Genesis Evangelion. Yes, is what they're calling this expansion. <laughs> that pack. is correct. This is a rebuild,
5: okay. though, so you're going to okay. pay a little bit more for it and Fair wait a little while. So, but it's, uh, <laughs> they said it will be uh, expandable. It's I think in October they're going to have another either mentioning or a director. They're going to explain it better right. in October, but that is when it goes live and we will be able to play Yoshi's Story on day one, which yeah. I am extremely excited about. Mm. Our kind of Ocarina of Time, a bunch of really fun stuff. And they're putting out the controllers for both of those systems.
1: Two things. I... Nintendo Online is probably my favorite thing about the Nintendo service. Um, secondly, um, man, that was a really good Yoshi.
0: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I played a lot of <laughs> that, in was that good. game. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was
1: melodic? You nailed that. that was, wow, that was, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, I, when I saw Mario 64, I was like, cool, all right. And then Ocarina of Time, I was like, cool, yeah, whatever. But then, yeah, when they saw when I saw Yoshi's story and then possibly Banjo-Kazooie the right? and then like the Kirby- all these other games. Crystal
5: Shards? Yes. Like that is one of the best games that came out on the N64. The F Zero X Racing is coming out. That is my favorite racing game like ever made. Like I am so. And yeah. those are those. However, Banjo Kazooie and I think uh, F Zero Crystal Shards with Kirby. I think those are not launching with it. Yeah, they, they're
4: going to be released later on. Right. Okay. But mm-hmm.
5: Doctor Mario was in Dr. there. Doctor Mario 64 yeah. is in there. Uh, Golden Eye was in there. Like it's. Oh really? It's, yeah. There's there's gonna be some ridiculous. <laughs> and, and you know, on the Genesis side, I mean, we're getting Sonic 2, guys.
3: And. Echo the, dolphin. Echo the dolphin and
1: Golden Echo Sun. Dolphin,
4: dolphin.
3: <laughs> golden, golden Sun's golden really Sun's good, good, good. All right, hey, 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 and <laughs> Fantasy Star. Thank
1: you. That's right. <laughs> is this? Uh, is,
2: we, is it going to include every title for for the Nintendo sixty four? Like, am I getting my WCWNWO no. revenge? Oh, I my wish. God, that's uh, such a
4: wish. good
5: game. You know what? You give it some time and you never know. But as, as of right now, they're only putting out certain games that I I think what the plan for Nintendo is that it's stuff that they cannot remake and re-release and actually charge people uh, gotcha. what it would cost to make the cartridge on, basically. So this right. is their way of being able to say, I we can't fix these games and make them look better without completely remaking them. And we don't have time for that. Or do we have money for that? So we'll do it this way instead. You pay for a yearly subscription. We don't know how much it's going to be. But even if it doubled the cost of the it's, online thing, I would still pay it
1: it's kind of like their answer to Game Pass yeah. but they're using yeah. their greatest asset which is their back catalog yeah their yeah. back catalog exactly
4: yeah. I, I feel like what's going to cost personal I think is going to be an extra $5 for a personal account and an extra $10 for a family account because right now it's $20 a year $20 for Nintendo a year. Online yes. so you think for it'll be person. I think and it'll be 25
5: for the family okay.
4: yeah so I think it'll go up to either 25 or 30 Okay. and then I think the the family account will either go up to 45 or 50 alright that's my hmm. that's my prediction okay Okay, I'm,
5: there was I'm also excited. some some great stuff. Uh, we get in Chocobo Racing. <laughs> <So> <laughs> silly, I know, so I know, silly. I know it's goofy. But uh, and there's a new Kirby game called uh, Kirby Forgotten Places. Forgotten Land. Forgotten Land. There we yeah. go. It it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really amazing. A lot of fun. And I don't even know if he eat, like the way that started off. It was. It was like this desolate place, and there's all these. It was like Last of Us, only cute. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is a weird way to start a game. (laughs) It was really cute. Like, the whole world was like, this is adorable, but everything's overgrown. I was waiting to see giraffes come around, but they didn't happen. And then, like, all of a sudden, you see a beach, and there's some water, and then there's a little pink fluff ball with red shoes stuck in the beach.
1: It looked kind of like post apocalyptic.
5: It did. So, it clearly was a forgotten land. Um,
1: Has there been a 3D Kirby game like this before? Like, where you're running around like and you're at the back of Kirby. Uh,
5: Crystal shards for the 64 okay, is probably okay. the closest thing that I have seen to what this looks like cuz the rest of them are all still side scrollers. Yeah, even Kirby, even if it's yarn, a 3D, right? a like, yeah, like even, that. Oh, the Yarn one was amazing yeah, Epic you know, Yarn was good. Yeah, Epic Yarn was great, but it's not it's not like this. Okay. So I'm
3: I'm very yeah. very excited and then Smash got uh I'm we're going to hear about that in October yeah. so very exciting. Final, uh, character. final character. Yep. And there's a there's a fake trailer on the internet about how the final character is Luigi and it's so perfect it's, it's so perfect that really <laughs> if they weren't planning on making it uh waluigi they should just make it waluigi now
1: <laughs> yeah it's yeah just luigi inviting himself because no one's invited waluigi, Lu- waluigi sorry I, I did the
3: same thing <laughs> yeah
1: <a> waluigi <laughs> having to invite himself and just looking year by year as all of his friends get to go to this party but he can't and he's it's so sad joe and i were talking it would
4: actually be really great if he releases the final character, it's not Waluigi, all right? Mm-hmm. It's somebody mm-hmm. else. It's maybe like the Monster Hunter or Hunter or right, whatever it is right, like right. that. It's one of those. And then you just see Waluigi walking away sad. Oh. And then Sakurai himself shows really? up in a car and oh. hands him a, hands him an invitation. Oh. And there's a surprise I double final character. I it. I hope two character.
5: two oh. yeah, it's two. Oh. Wait, okay, so
2: when, it, it, enlighten me, they're saying final character. Is this the final character being released for the Smash
4: for the Smash Forever, correct, or at least for this game.
5: For,
3: yeah, they'll as, make another Smash soon. Yes. Yeah.
5: yeah. As far as Ultimate Smash Brothers is concerned, this is it. This is the last thing they're going to update with it. There will be nothing else aside from maybe mm-hmm. the spirit things yeah. being updated, spirit boards.
1: And I do feel like this is going to be it for a while. I, I don't. I don't that, think we're getting another yeah. Smash
3: for a very long time. Yeah, Sakurai yeah. said he's tired, and he right. would like to take a break. He looks well, it, and he
1: deserves a break.
3: Like, <laughs> I imagine this is the type of game that you spend t- six, ten yeah. years developing. Right. So when I say they're going to make another one soon, I mean they're, he's going to take a vacation, and then he's going to come back, and they're going to sit down and storyboard the next thing, and then it's going to be, and maybe it won't be him, but I, there's no way they're not making another Smash Brothers. Oh, I completely yeah. agree.
5: I th- there's no way they're letting this go away because it yeah. makes so much money, but yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do think that Sakurai will be involved in whatever the next one is, but it probably be until there's a new system. Okay. Yeah, because I think there's only one per system thus far. Oh, I yeah, I think
1: so. As it should be. Damn it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Amanda, what were some highlights you saw from the from the direct?
3: Um, so starting out, just just a few tasty bits. Um, Splatoon 3 is coming out, which looks really exciting. Um, I really enjoyed Splatoon 2. Yeah. Um, I don't play a lot of that game, but definitely like I get a good like two months out of the hype. Bayonetta it, three comes out, most exciting, she has pigtails.
1: I was so excited <laughs> for her hair. It was yeah. awesome. It was, oh my gosh.
3: She's like a cute butterfly oh. now, and I'm I'm very for it.
1: Bayonetta one, she had like a long ponytail. Bayonetta two, she had a short pixie cut. And I don't know why I forgot like hair is the thing with yeah, her. Hair is her powers. Hair is her powers. She's Medusa. <laughs> when she yeah. showed up and she had those two like pigtails, I I lost I lost it. it I was, was so excited. Cute. <laughs>
3: Uh, and then uh, on top of that, this is just, this is just for me uh, uh, and two of our other listeners, but uh, they're coming out with Rune Factory 5, which is very Ooh. exciting. It's going to be the exact same thing as every other Rune yes, Factory, it will. but I'm still going to spend money on it. I'm going to very much enjoy it. And then most importantly, Animal Crossing New Horizons has finally announced Brewster <laughs> they the didn't. A- they didn't officially say it, but they said they're going to make an announcement in October. And his <laughs> face was on a sign, and it's going to happen.
1: And, yeah. Versus like the coffee
3: shop. Yeah, the roost. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. He's what, the roost. What, 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 and you just go and get coffee, or is there like a whole collector's thing with they, it? I didn't have rooster. I, I think in the last Animal Crossing, I, I, played. I
3: don't know what they're going to do this time. Okay. But before, like every. Villager had like their own special coffee order. Oh, so you that had to like, was, like a puzzle. Fun. Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: I am on board
1: with that. Didn't you also oh
2: didn't God. you also uh have the ability to work at Brewster's at some
5: yeah. point? Yeah. But you mm-hmm. can
1: make some money. You can make some bells.
5: I don't think he paid you in bales. I think he paid you in coffee. <laughs> he paid you in experience. That's okay. Yep. Yeah.
3: Exposure. Right. That's Exposure.
1: Exposure. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to get some of the labor unions over also, here.
3: Also like come on. Uh, we don't need bells. No. Guys, no, we don't need, right. we really right. need <laughs> bells. I don't think we I, need I was any actually hoping bells.
5: the roost is so expensive that it'll, it'll actually make me like en- empty the coffers and be like, "Wow, now I have got to go back Gosh. to fishing again and like do other stuff."
4: <laughs> oh, you want you want you want uh the roost in your town uh it's going to cost you 10 million bells. Oh no.
5: <laughs> That's not going to be hard to give them I hope it's way more than that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, uh, Brian, uh, any highlights for you from the uh, Nintendo Direct? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know me, I love weird
4: stuff. Yeah. And I love card games. You and do. when Yoko Taro <laughs> releases a game that's completely card based, <laughs> a guy who's known for his trippy animations, his yeah. completely amazing this visuals. The,
1: the near automata creator.
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And this game is called Voice of Cards. The Isle Dragon Roars. Man, that that is just quintessential Yoko Taro to me. (laughs) Because you look at it, it, it's literally just cards. There's no visual. I mean, there's visuals, but you know, it's still
0: cards.
3: (laughs) What? Watching yeah. Troy watch this was great because he's he's like he's like I don't know if you can consider this a card game. Uh, I don't know if like just only using cards makes it a card game. He's what? like I'm not I'm not for this. And then the longer the commercial went on, the more it's like oh that looks really good. Oh and that's really interesting. It's like oh is Yogotaro? All right. I
1: I'm right. with you, Brian. I love a card <laughs> game as well. And I think this is the one man that started with a with a narration. that was like hey look we're we're uh, we oh, have voices and cards.
0: It sounded yeah. sarcastic.
1: And then I got really excited that the entire game was going to be dryly delivered and. Then <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, no, that wasn't a joke." <laughs> <laughs> um, but but while this is kind of a standard like deck building looking game, uh-huh. it also looks like it takes RPG elements. Like if you were playing an old school Final Fantasy game where you're you know um, walking from town to town or into a town, and you actually see the town in front of you. Instead, in this game, you just see the backs of cards that are painted to be a town or a brick building or grass. Yeah,
4: that that that's. That's what it looks like to me. And I'm again, I'm for it. I'm for it. And I'm, I'm for it because I guarantee you it's going to that's what it's going to be. It's going to be that. And then you can just go. All right. I want to go here. And then the car just flips over. Mm. That's what I think it is. That's what I think is going to happen.
1: I'm, I'm definitely intrigued on in how they're going to uh, turn the tactic part in uh, up on this. Yes. Because, um, yeah, you could walk over cards and they don't turn over. Exactly. So they would. you don't know what's underneath there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it's an interesting. interesting concept. Yoko Taro is a maniac in all the right ways. Yes, so he is. So I, I, am, I am also intrigued by this.
4: Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that I wanted to talk about was the Mario movie. Uh, that they announced the 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 English voice cast, and uh, as they were going into it, Shigeru Morimoto shows up, Which and I, I love was him. like, "Sweet, he's there. He's so jazzed about this. Oh, great, we're getting the voices." And then it starts off with Chris Pratt, and I was just like, "Womp womp," <laughs> <laughs> like if there could have been a trombone in my in my living room and just doing that. Uh, that that still wouldn't have been enough for myself.
3: In in Chris Pratt's defense, I probably wouldn't been that disappointed, but when they were talking about the movie, I thought we were going to get like a teaser trailer, uh-huh. and as yeah. soon as he was like, and I'm going to announce the cast, already I was like from a 10 to like a 2, and then they're yeah. like, it's Chris Pratt, and I was like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> but she's fine, he's fine, I'm sure she's a fine, fine job. But it's we, we,
1: we not not Chris uh, Pratt
4: fans here no, on I, Taste of I think he's
3: fine. I don't think there's...
4: A... That's the thing, I think he's fine, I just don't think for me he adds to my excitement of this movie mm-hmm. like the rest of the cast does like uh, having uh, Charlie Day as Luigi is yeah. hilarious to me having Jack Black as Bowser is hilarious uh, is to Anna me. Anna Joy Taylor? Yeah Anna Joy Taylor as Peach. Yeah, as Peach?
3: She's so funny. That, that, yeah. I, I'm fine mm-hmm.
4: with that. I, you know, I, I would like to see what she does with it. Uh, but with uh, like Chris Pratt, I, I'm not looking he's very forward funny. to. It. Yes, he and is. I've
3: enjoyed him in a lot of things, but he has been in a lot recently. Kind of, so I don't yeah. know. Unless he's going to deliver something in a way that takes away the Chris Prattness from him, mm. and I don't realize it's him and he's just he this is, character, he then he is it's-
1: kind of in that boat that Jack Black was in in the early 2000s, yeah. where we just got yep. like Jack yeah. Black fatigue with like Nacho Libre, and it was just too much. It was like, all right, but I get it. Or even with Will Ferrell, I got fatigue with Ferrell yeah. yeah. as well. So I think Chris Pratt is just in that mode now with Jurassic Park and Guardians of the Galaxy. And <laughs> which
3: is which is difficult because it's like, I, I don't like you as much as I used to because you're successful. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> what if this is his chance to like prove himself, to break out of his Prattness? The, what the, if he brings something he, so new?
3: He does have it being... Uh, I think animated yeah. I, yes. I, working for him is I won't see him so mm-hmm. if his voice doesn't like sound like him the whole time then I, it will probably be fine
5: Is if, for me it's I think he's a perfectly fine actor mm-hmm. and I'm in the same boat that man is in that most visitors I'm just tired of seeing him it really right. is just yeah. like just dude take but a couple won't years off you not see him yeah I didn't see him <laughs> in Lego and that's took well, a that, I yeah, didn't true. you know I didn't want to go see the second one of that either because I was like nah your I, voice isn't that enough I'm good I thought Lego was very fun Lego movies are good. fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the second one because I alright
2: y'all so here's my dissertation on Chris Pratt. Okay. Hit me. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay. I, don't, I,
4: was, I was like ready. <laughs> I was really waiting for. I was like, no, I, right, I think here it comes. I'm looking for it. I
2: I I like them in the MCU. I think he made some very interesting life choices outside of it. Yes. That, oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, that I I, I may worry. not agree oh, with I'm it, sorry. but to each its own. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I just watched the video for the entire cast for the first time while you guys were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Is Donkey right? Kong?
4: Donkey Kong? Right?
2: <laughs> like, and then Cranky Kong's in it? Fred comic Armisen is, in is in Cranky movie.
1: Kong? Yeah, that's good Excuse casting. Excuse me? Yeah.
4: A, a comic is in
5: it? That's the problem. I... The rest of the movie seems like it's so interesting and cool, and then you've got the front-runner guys, the dude that we're all tired of.
3: I, well, hope... I
1: mean, that's Mario. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I hope that Donkey Kong's in it, and he's trying to go off and be like one of the cool guys. He's just not that cool, and then it's just his dad constantly belittling him. He's going on. When in my day, when I was Donkey Kong, I would love. I, I didn't have any problem rescuing my princess. I had a princess every hour. Is that um, how
2: you tie your tie? Come here, son.
3: <laughs> I
0: was throwing I hope,
2: barrels at him. <laughs> I hope this well, is a Mario version a of Ocean, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: my. My my hiccup with it is like I I can't envision what a movie about Mario is because the story in Mario as I know it is just so thin that it feels like you're going to do something like with Angry Birds where you just pile it with a bunch of like just filler material to make it a movie. And cast or no cast, whoever's in the cast, I would already be kind of like, I don't know. It'd be hard for me to watch this movie already. But
3: but hear me out. If this one's successful, maybe they'll make a Mario 2. Yes. And then they could put... Wario and Waluigi in it and they can be a couple like we all know (sighs) they are come on
5: right
1: (laughs) we gotta ship them
5: I I will say I disagree. I think there's a ton of Mario lore. I just think Mario being the hero of that lore is what's not interesting. Mm. I think there's so much lore in the Mushroom Kingdom with Bowser, all the kids. You've got Luigi and all his his business ventures. You've got the Donkey Kong world, which is like constantly being taken over by climate control and destruction and there's animals everywhere. I think there's a lot of lore there. It's just when you think about Mario playing through that lore, it's not really interesting because he's always just... Trying to save the princess in another castle. Are we going
3: to get like New York Mario getting sucked down a toilet? Oh, boy.
5: I'm hoping what we're going to get is like Mario starts off and I think we're, I'm hoping because the actual original voice of English Mario, I think since he's in the movie as other characters, they said, I'm hoping we're going to start off with actually like a a Mario that's looking at the past and we get to hear the original Mario. We get to hear all these other characters because it'll be different like going through the ages kind of a thing. I'm hoping that's what we oh. get. So that however we, however he trips into it, like multiverse of madness, whatever. That's like, how he trips through all these different places. Like this
1: classic Mario game, Mario, but then he goes through a portal and now he talks right, like Chris Pratt.
3: Right. <laughs> he goes down a red pipe. There we go. He doesn't take the blue pipe. He takes the red pipe.
2: Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) He meets Neo. So I do like that idea of like bringing the kind of like um, Wreck-It Ralph type thing, right, where you're a video game character and you get sucked into like a world that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Keegan Michael Kia's Toad is an interesting choice. I cannot (laughs) wait to see see that.
1: See, that's when I got on board. It's like, yeah. I was like, I don't really need this. And then it was Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, and I was like, I hope you're the main character. <laughs> yeah. And that this is all a ruse. Mario shows up at the beginning right. and then falls down a well. And yeah. then Keegan like, and then Toad is like, oh, I
0: got this. And
1: then that's the <laughs> entire movie him becoming Captain Toad. I mean, <laughs> oh
3: man. We, or Mario, hero's being, journey. Mario being unsuccessful, and it's just secretly Toad making everything happen the whole time.
5: <laughs>
2: That'd be Gets fantastic. The credit.
5: Yeah. That would be what happens to Toads. Yeah. 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 I'm in. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's amazing. But
1: uh, this this uh, movie is looking to come out uh, December, I think twenty first of twenty twenty two. Yep. Um, so I'm sure we'll, we'll see a lot of it over the next uh, year. So you'll hear us talk about it a lot more as well. Yes, you will. Yeah. This is the um, beginning
2: of the of the MCU, the Mario yeah. Cinematic Universe. It's about time. It's about time.
5: I. It's more like the the NCU. It's the Nintendo. Yeah. Because because you've got Donkey true. Kong in there, you've got a bunch of stuff that's not yeah. exactly the you know always in Mario games.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Smash Brothers the movie is yeah. slowly on its way. That'll be the Avengers of that universe. <laughs> what if they do Smash they
3: Brothers together. the movie, but it has the exact storyline of like the like a Mortal Kombat? Oh,
0: so no storyline. Oh, no. <laughs> Instead of fatalities,
4: no, no. they're just Team Rocket <laughs> blasting off again.
0: <laughs> I thought
2: I erased the Mortal Kombat movie out of my mind, and it oh, just sorry. came back in.
4: It
1: did. It did.
5: We're sorry. It never left.
1: <sighs> All right, y'all. Thanks for uh, bringing us up to date on the Nintendo Direct. We're going to switch gears into our final segment of the podcast, which is actually a brand new segment called Tasting It to the Streets. First time ever being done right here, right now on the podcast, uh, where we're going to give you firsthand accounts of real world arcades, barcades, and local uh, game dives around here. And today we actually have Joe and Brian who are going to dish about their experiences going to Japan and the arcade scene that you all found there. That's right. Not so local. (laughs) Not so local. (laughs) But experiences that we've had. Depending on who you are. Correct. Could could be local.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But not you two. Not us two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, Joe and I have
4: actually been uh, to Japan. We've been lucky enough to be Japan in Japan uh, eight different times.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, Amazing. We've
4: we've gone pretty much every single year uh, since we've been married. Um, And that was not really by design, but uh, every single year it was going
1: on. We're like, we need a trip. We need -hmm. need to get out of here. Sure. (laughs) And, you know, from Florida to Japan, you got out of here. Oh, we got (laughs) out (laughs) of here. We need a place where we cannot be reached from work.
0: (laughs) Oh, God,
4: yeah. Uh, So we would go to Japan and I... I've always loved, we've always wanted to go to Japan, which is why we did it for our honeymoon. And so when we got there, arcades are everywhere there. Like it's arcades there, like how they were here in the 90s. Like And so, it, they're like
5: Starbucks. now. I was about to say they're kind yeah. of like Starbucks. You remember how Blockbuster was when we were yeah. younger? It's like that. They're literally everywhere, and there mm-hmm. are four story ones, there are one story ones, and they're right <sighs> next to each other. There's uh, there's so many, and there's pachinko parlors everywhere. Everywhere
0: yes, pachinko which parlors
4: uh, uh,
1: gambling. Uh,
4: if, if you don't know <laughs> what that <laughs> is, hey, games a game. A game yep. is a game. <laughs> <Yep>. Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are everywhere, and like Joe said, they are. They're in like shopping malls or like the top two stories of like the biggest
1: shopping malls. There, mm-hmm. and it's just arcades as the top two floors
0: That's of smart. it. Smart, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Every every building should have an arcade in it, yeah. just in case. Yeah, yeah. I don't Green, care like if hotels? you're yeah. like hotels. Just have yeah. like one floor dedicated arcade, and then you don't have to worry about anything else. It yeah. makes
2: my, money for you. My idea was to uh, put an arcade in a bank. Uh, but make the ATM machine and the arcade unrecognizable from each other, so you don't know if you're actually gonna be playing a game or withdrawing or depositing money, but when for some you... of us it's the same
1: thing
4: yeah, yeah. When, you, when you play the uh, when you play the ATM, you always win I'm just saying you always That's get true. money, um, not always
2: <laughs> not, not unless that direct deposit hits bro. <laughs>
4: Uh, but yeah, we we loved going to these, and and their arcades are different than what our arcades are. So like we yeah, have so? like here we have like the claw machines, and we have the couple of like ski video ball, arcades,
1: nonstop skee
4: ball. Yeah, like the couple of fighting games that they have, a couple of those types of things. There they have entire floors of the multi floor ones are dedicated to these different types of uh, claw machines. They're not claw machines; they're crane games. So they actually look What's like the, yeah. What's they the look, difference? Uh, so, h- what would you say? Is, okay, Jeff?
5: so you have claw machines, which are very understandable. It is a you know little pincher, and you you know yeah. try to move the little thing. A you scam, the, yeah. usually. It's, it's, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, if you think mm-hmm. they're scams here, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there the claw machines are usually called Crane King because it's the name of the company that makes the Crane games. They're called Crane games, and they're they're different kinds of arms. Sometimes oh. the arm only has one little piece to it, and you literally just move it around and you dip it down into a ring that'll pop the thing off of something. Okay. Sometimes it'll be uh, pinchers, but there's all these bars below the figure or, or below the, oh. below it, and you have to find a way to get it to nudge it into between the bar oh. to fall down. Like, our crane games here are like child's play, because you're <laughs> supposed to win. Right. I mean, it's going to take you
1: 20 times, but you're supposed to
4: win. You're not get here.
5: There. No, no, no. Here you could probably pump a dollar or two into yeah. something, get yeah. like four tries and win.
1: You know, I know a few friends that are just great at it; that I, could get it on the first try. Would those yes. same people be able to contend with the Japanese crane Brian games? Brian
5: can, so yes. <laughs> oh, okay. But it all takes right. it. It you have to find the right one. It's no longer every one of them is doable with one try. Uh-huh. It's like we watched a guy once. Uh, so they they put their newest uh, plastic figures for anime figures and for video game figures, and sometimes like uh, candy and all sorts of new, brand new things don't get released as a toy you can buy. Mm-hmm. they get released as a crane king game wow so like so, and a lot of companies will do this because it drums up business for that for people to go find the arcade to kind of like clamor about getting this toy because the only way you can get this figure in this color or in this style is from these crane king games and we watched a dude oh, this oh so oh, oh, man. Man. we, we watched so a bad. guy he probably put uh, thirty thousand thirty dollars so, he put thirty thousand yen. Uh-huh. He was sitting there for like an hour trying to get this, Goodness. trying to. But the, the way the games are made is that there's sticky stuff on them here and there, or they're they're turned a certain way to where you, you're even if you think you got it, it's just nudging it in the wrong direction, so yeah. it's making it harder to get. Now we watched a guy pump thirty thousand yen into this machine, oh, which 3, is 000, three thousand. Yeah. Sorry, three thousand. Uh, he puts three thousand yen into this machine, it's about thirty bucks, and then he like he gets upset and he walks away, and then like there was like lightning no, one no. of the guys who works at the arcade comes no. right over to the machine opens the thing and then turns the figure turns the figure back to the way where it makes it oh. harder to get so that you start whoever starts the next process starts has over. to start all over again and they're going to dump 10 or 20 or 30 dollars oh. into it before it's even in a position that you could possibly buy it
1: that's oh. both messed up and also kind of fair
5: it's it's totally <laughs> fair. Yeah. It is. I mean, for the it's next just, person that, that
1: mm-hmm. comes up.
5: It, you'd have to, the way you make sure you don't spend that much is you watch other people play and see how long or how far they moved they it. Because yeah. if they moved it too far over, like, you, you could stand there and watch somebody dump a couple dollars into a machine and go, oh, you're never getting that.
1: You I, yeah, moved they moved it, it the wrong far. way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I do like that they don't allow, like, someone to wait for, like, watch someone else do all the work. And then they go to like go to the bathroom or something and you just come in and just reap their you rewards. You can do that. You just like we, snipe their win.
5: We've seen people snipe the win before. Oh, oh my goodness. But, but the, there has to be a whole. There, there's an entire floor and there's usually at least a person or two on each floor. Okay.
1: So it, it's and, and
5: also what's kind of nice though is that when you win the toy a lot of the time you're not winning the one that fell down. You're not winning the mm-hmm. one that box got messed up or the plush toy that's been in there forever. They actually go get you a brand new one from behind oh, the counter, that's so nice. they can keep putting the same one with the same ring tied to it
3: or taped to it or whatever. Like yeah, so, whatever you had to do to make it work the, with the machine, you don't have to do that to a hundred of them, right? Like, no, here's a new one. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah.
4: And those guys are also they're not there just to reset them. I mean, they are, but like say like Joe was saying, you put you 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 move it, you maneuver it into the wrong position. You can call the guy over and be like, Hey, can you reset it? Because I know right. I can't oh, win okay. it here, and they're like, okay. "Yeah, no yeah. problem." And if you're nice enough about, it, they'll actually like give it to you a little bit more favorably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, nice. I mean, that's and there's like floors of those just games because it's it's kind of like gambling. You're you're trying to get it the best way that you can. Uh, but then above that, you have there they have musical games that are just insane. If you think DDR is 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 an intense game, that is literally like. Like, blowing in your DS it's when like, it says, you know, <laughs> to do something. It's like Twister. Yeah. It's, it's like... nothing compared to their games. It's insane. You should look up some of their games. I forget what they're even called. It's I will
5: they're... post some on Discord. I mean, yes.
1: I- I've seen, you know, I've been to the you know the arcades back when D&D was popular and see, like, you know, Wizards, their feet are just, like, all over the place. They're, they're playing two games at once. They're practically I... breakdancing using their hands. I am
3: going to point out that you said D&D instead of DDR, but <laughs> yes. I know, what you, were, you know yes. what you mean.
1: Oh, I stand by it. That's how we play D&D. Hands <laughs> on, break dancing, on the table, damn it. Roll that D20. It's my body.
3: That <laughs> one. You gotta keep going. Jump in, checks now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but yeah. yeah, go for it. There's some
5: amazing machines that are all rhythm-based games and they'll have, like, orbs on them that are like eight different orbs and then a screen in the middle that's a circle and you have to, like, tap the orbs and then run your hand across the oh. screen to another orb, oh. and everything is done rhythmically so that you actually look kind of like you're conducting. And it's that's awesome. It's really we we. there's people who show up who have gloves for it. Like they Ooh. actually wear gloves. So their hands slide better across the machines and, and stuff. You
1: know, they don't destroy their hands. But yeah. um, we call them professional. <laughs> oh. Yes.
5: Oh, they're pros. They were tapping the orb thing so fast that it sounds like a drum beat. Like, like wow. it's it's really it's amazing.
4: It's crazy, and then they have so I
1: have those games, and then they also do have... they also have like a water cooler next to it no. <laughs> in case people pass out, like a nice cold. Rag. There's vending machines everywhere. Okay, yeah, it's Japan. There's vending machines <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah,
3: but are they like? Do they have booze? Do, it's there no are like vending machines drinking... everywhere okay. of every kind. Yeah, oh. every kind. See, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, yeah. I like I
1: like that game, the vending machine. I like <laughs> you put a couple tokens in.
3: I like arcades, but like barcades are where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: um, and so then they also have. In these arcades, they also have like beauty games what where you go in front and they actually take it's uh you know they just uh, take your picture okay so they take your picture and they you know they take your three or four pictures however many it is but then they have an entire outside area that you go to and it's basically Photoshop you can Photoshop okay. your picture but it's all like filters right. so you can choose which and filter you, you want fun. yeah you can have
1: complete another fun they're
4: called oh, okay. beauty okay so, so
5: but it could be, I think, I think or, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, beauty—it's like beauty pictures or something like that. I've seen a couple photo booths where you can kind of put a filter on or something like that at like a movie theater. But this is like next
4: level. These are next level. Oh, these are like you don't—you
5: don't come out looking like you at the end of that photo. No, (laughs) because you
4: can like put makeup on yourself as well. You can do all sorts of things to this. I also
1: like the idea that they have some options that aren't like. Win focused Here's this thing. Here's an activity yeah. you can do You're not going to win You're just going to have fun <laughs> That yeah. old thing
3: When you said it was beauty games I was like "You, Yeah you go in front of this machine And then they take your picture And I was like This sounds like it's going to get dark real fast <laughs> so Then they judge how attractive you are
5: <laughs> I mean there are those yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past anything there. Uh, that's summer. called life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm almost positive uh, I've seen a very kawaii picture of Brian at some point you in my have. life.
0: So uh,
4: we did that one of the years when it was a whole bunch of us who went there, and all of the guys got into a photo booth. Oh, that's cute! And we all did a bunch of photos, and then we went outside of it, and we all edited ourselves however we wanted, however ridiculous we were. And it was. I think it's probably one of my favorite photos.
5: <laughs> if I can find it, I will post that in Discord as well. <laughs>
1: we're gonna have a active Discord. We will, uh, week, y'all.
4: And 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 it's still like that. Even in even during quarantine, they were still
1: doing a lot of uh, arcades.
4: Yeah. Were still kind of surviving
1: were, slash thriving. When was the last time you all were there? Was it right before 2020 quarantine? February. Yeah, so February. last year. Yeah, yep. yeah last year. like literally that's, the month before. That's about as recent as you possibly can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Without living go there. to yes. Japan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from here. Yeah. Um excellent. Um question about the token system. Yes. Here in a lot of arcades, you go to like a machine, you put in money or uh, a counter and they will give you tokens or even like a wristband that you like wipe that you like use. How do you what's the gaming currency like there?
5: It depends on the game.
1: It depends on the game. It no, depends on. Not the, the location, but nope. the individual
4: game. It depends on
5: the game specifically. And
4: bo- A little bit of both. A little bit of mm-hmm. both. It depends on the location as well. So some of the locations do have like a card based system where you put credits on. By credits, I mean you actually put money on like a money card. Money on a card you can and go you swipe like that card. And- but most of them are, you just put in your yen. You just put in, because all of their lower denominations are coins. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you just put in your, your
1: 100 yen, which is a dollar. You can put in your 500 yen, which is $5. Um, you can do those types of things. Do, do you find that some locations mix it up where it's like, okay, this machine will take yen. This machine will take card. This machine will take tokens. Is it that diverse, like right next to each other?
4: Yes, because uh, especially the crane games are almost always yen based. So you just got to be ready
1: with yes, like three different forms of gaming currency. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah. One of the things, the reason I say it depends on the game, though, is because there's a lot of games that actually have an ID card that goes with the game. So oh, it's, you're it, right. It tracks what you played in the game, like on the card. Oh, that's so you can go anywhere as long if that game is being played and you have your ID card for it. So, like Initial D back in the in the late nineties, early two thousands. It here, there were people who were clamoring for Initial D, the, the the racing game, because it created those ID cards. And you could take it to any Initial D game, plug your card in, and it would save your races, it would save your your stats, it would save everything you've bought in the that, game, the that's cars great. you had. That's
1: awesome. That's like, yeah, persistent, like, right. leveling up right So there. <laughs> if you
5: really liked a game, you could technically play it wherever you wanted and continue playing if you were on vacation with your family or if you went anywhere. So Brian has a whole bunch of those cards because he played a bunch of the different games that track like, what you did in the game to keep going. Like, we played the Dragon Ball Z a Hero game yeah i think you, he's got like half a dozen of them but with those games you had to put money on that and you had to have coins as well pendant on where you were
3: yeah because that would be cool as if you were like hey i I, be, I beat the first two levels and then we left for the day i would look, love to come back and be like let me start on level three yep, and that's exactly what you could do that's yeah. cool yeah, yeah that's and it's awesome.
4: really cool there um uh, unfortunately like Covid has hit it everywhere. Um, So I know uh, Sega, one of their Akihabara stores, uh, they closed. It was probably one of the more famous ones because uh, the elevators actually, or the escalators on the outside, actually had different pictures depending on what games they had on the inside. Uh, Uh, So that closed down unfortunately due to Covid. Um, And then the
5: Sega Ikebukuro Giko, the in the Toshima City, which was around for 28 years, that one also closed last year.
4: No, that oh, that, no, that closed this week. Oh, that that I have. I've been have reading that about it for a
5: while. It makes me so sad. Yeah,
4: that closed this week. But that it,
5: one didn't close because of COVID. They it said. did
4: not. It, that one closed this week on the twentieth. Um, and that one closed because uh, their lease was up, and the building wanted to renovate. Oh so, uh, well, yeah. Okay. So they were just like the like. It was actually really cool because their very last day, a whole bunch of people showed up to Aww. it. Like, like it was the the, the streets were. Uh, too packed, probably for COVID. Probably, um, probably. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like, while he was there, the arcade manager came out and gave like a rousing speech Aww. to everybody. He was like, you know, if we could, I would be here forever. You know, yeah. This, you know, this this place is my home. Uh, and yeah, it was it was
3: amazing. Are they gonna reopen if it was just based on the lease and he still has all the machines? Then a
5: lot of the arcades that have closed, they usually close close. Right. They they don't normally like. There's a whole ton of Taito stations, which is a big uh, arcade company as well, mm-hmm. and a ton of those. The ones in Akihabara and the ones all over Tokyo, a bunch of those closed. The ones in Shibuya closed. And they just kind of, they closed for whatever reason. And this is pre-COVID. Like sometimes they just, some the building was being bought by somebody else. or Because that was one of the problems in Akihabara was that the, I, from what I heard, it was partially due to COVID. Yeah. But it was also because that building was being bought out by somebody else. Yeah. And so they were like, it's okay. We still have the other Sega building that's like right around the corner from there. It's just not the landmark that everyone sees. Right. And so like it not saying Sega on it and being all different colors was, mm-hmm. it's just a little sad for the landscape of Akihabara, but.
4: Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then the, the one that just closed this week, that was one of the stores that they would actually put new arcade games in just to test it out to see if people liked it. <laughs> so both Sega, as well as other arcade producers would be like, oh, this is a testing ground. And, and people knew it that. It works so here. So, it'll work so they would actually places. go there to see the newest games before they would be anywhere else. So
2: they actually do that. And it's because they make them right then and there. It's awesome. That's cool. Do you guys have a uh, favorite, like a recommendation for um, for an arcade to visit while you're there? Uh, one that's still open, obviously.
4: <laughs> uh, preferably. Uh, preferably. Legitimately, <laughs> um, you could just go to Akihabara still, yeah. and there's a lot of them there. Um, Shinjuku has a lot of really cool ones as well. Um, I, for myself, I don't think there's like a specific one, because each one of them does something differently. And they all do something unique to each other. So if you, if you like arcade games, you would go to a Sega. But if you liked crane games, you would go more towards like a Taito station.
5: Yeah. Uh, Game Pia's, they're also hardcore yes. into the Crane King games. Um, there's, there's ones just outside Akihabara that the best Street Fighter players in the world they play at. And they're there. Yeah, like you know, uh, I think
4: uh Daigo Umehara uh, yeah. is is there, and he we've actually saw him play. Dang. You saw the Street Fighter. We saw the actual like the <laughs> number the one Street, street fighter. fighter player oh my in the yeah. world playing. That's crazy. and the only reason why we saw it is because our friend uh, Kalfi, who was hugely into Street Fighter, was like, "Oh my god!" Like as we were walking by, he's <laughs> like, "That's that's that's Daigo," and we were like, "Huh?" And we looked around, and he had a crowd around him wow. watching him, and we are like. Oh my! That Whoa. is him. because like, I, I also kind of know him, but I wouldn't be able to like recognize him like Alfie did. And I was like, "Oh my god! No, that is that is him!" Oh my god! And it was crazy.
5: I was like, there was a really dope one in uh, Sapporo. I think it was a, a game, a game squared, a game.
4: Th- I think it was. I think it was around five. Round five. There we go. That's yeah. what they're
5: called uh the round fives are really big in the malls and that's the one where it'll be like there's two stories at the top of the mall and the entire thing is covered in arcade games and that's what they're wow. that they're round fives they also have bowling alleys and darts and all sorts of other stuff in them
1: just have fun yeah. just here all types of fun yeah oh yeah what's what's the what's like the age I guess, make up when you go there. Is it just a bunch of kids and birthday parties? Like the last arcade, yeah. that, the last arcade that Mand and I went to was Chuck E. Cheese for my nieces. Fair enough. A <laughs> birthday party. Yep. And it was exactly how you think it would be. <laughs> Except we Some did,
3: of the games were sticky. Very sticky
1: <laughs> and uncomfortable. We need, it, we
3: need to cover. <laughs>
1: and it's all carpet. Just, ugh. Just what's in that carpet? We need to
2: cover just the culture of Chuck E. Chuck e. Cheese and another taste <laughs> Into the Streets.
1: That that
4: it would You're be right. one of them. That'll yeah. be another episode. That, that we'll bring be, you. Yeah, that would be called tasting it to the cheese. <laughs> tasting it uh, to the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, a, a, literally every single person you can imagine
1: is in an arcade. Uh, so it's like an equal spread of families, oh, yeah. adults, yep. older people, people going out on dates literally mm-hmm. everything e- that e- you can even think of. like more of the elderly range did, yeah. did you find it? oh yeah oh yeah, yeah i love it
0: there's yeah. games for everybody <laughs> that's
1: so good that's so awesome yeah games
4: for everybody and the, the, the that's beauty gonna games. be me
0: it's yeah. gonna be me one day
4: <laughs> the beauty games were actually there because it was to you know entertain the women while their while their boyfriends <laughs> were said there. that in quotes i did i, did. So I did, yeah know. i had i i was hoping my voice would convey but it probably did it could go a couple of <laughs> ways with just the voice um no but like it was there to like entertain like the dates there to entertain their, the spouses or their girlfriends or something like that. But it really is those, those people those that clientele also likes to play all the regular games as
1: well. And yeah. so yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's wild and I hope we get there one day. I think we are where we can have uh, the gaming culture so integrated into our regular day lives that it's not like a uh, marginalized or something you just do at your home type thing.
3: They say that 80% of Americans play video games and right? 3 out of 5 people own a console in their right? home. Right? So for all of the, all, I feel like it's widely accepted that like video games are for like a certain type of yeah. people. It's like, who, who think who is saying yeah, that? Cause it's, it's like it's most out, people play games. Boomers. And it's been outselling
1: out <laughs> movies and music for the past, like five to six to even maybe even 10 years. I don't know, but it's like the highest gross even, entertainment platform. Even
5: boomers play games. I know. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I think that's one of those antiquated things that people just yeah. say when they're like, Oh, act your age. And it's like, what? what act like everybody else? Everyone plays yeah. video
4: games. It's like it's like when they're like, "Oh, those millennials." It's like we're forty. We're forty now. Or
3: like, we're not, you like, know,
4: twenty anymore.
3: Someone will be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't really play games." And I was like, "Do you realize what you just said?" That's like saying, "Oh, you know, I don't really like movies." And I was like, "Everyone plays something." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it's, a phone? I'm fairly positive you've played a
5: game on that phone. Yeah.
2: It's it's the same people. It's the same people that you t- you say video games and they still call it Nintendos. Oh, you're going to go play your <laughs> Nintendos? And you're like, uh-huh.
1: it's always so, pluralized. So, it's always, yeah. so, my mom is what you're saying. <laughs> Troy, did you play your Nintendo today? What? I don't have. I, I don't, what, mom? <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation. I'm streaming. Uh, but uh, yeah,
4: it's it's amazing. If you can get out to Japan and check out their arcade scene, it's still
1: widely well, worth it. Thank you two so very much for taking us on an audible tour of the Japan arcade scene. I would love to go there one day. We should all go. Damn it. Get on that plane. Fly that dragon Dragons on over. Dragons abroad. Dragons abroad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that sweet,
2: sweet, sweet podcast money. Let's use it for that. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we can afford
3: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do this for love, damn it. <laughs> we
1: can maybe afford the snacks on that plane. No, we definitely can't no. pay for
3: it because we used all our podcast money to buy his cell's house. Oh, it's oh true. That's that's right. Right. Guys, yeah.
2: we can Guys, we can pay for the flights and exposure. It's fine.
3: Oh, okay. Okay.
4: There, there we go.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you all so much. That will unfortunately bring it to the end of our episode. But you know what? The conversation doesn't have to stop now. Amanda, tell us where we can continue it.
3: To continue the conversation, you can always find us online. Check us out on Twitter for indie game updates, on Instagram for updates and silly images, on Discord for daily discussions, and on Twitch for live gaming and just chatting throughout the week. We are at Taste of Dragons Everywhere. Stop by. Say hello. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Heck yeah. All right, y'all. It's been fun. It's been real. I'm going to give you all high 5s (laughs) <laughs> is, that, is that
4: how high fives sound <laughs> in your brain?
1: Yeah, um, I'm holding a pom-pom. Oh, that's what you know, that's, oh, I didn't yeah. see I thought, that. I probably should have put it down before trying to highlight <laughs> you. Ra rah. I
2: thought it sounded like a fish <laughs> splashing in the water.
3: <laughs> you did a, like a little mermaid on a rock pose a little bit. You <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: thank you all so much for joining us. Till next time, my name is Troy. I'm Brian. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are... The, the taste, taste of Dragons. <laughs> you know what, Hassel? I'm ready for some FIFA. Have a
2: good let's week, everybody. Have, have a good week. Let's do it. Let's do it. Just don't buy it right now. because right have a like on the road. Right now. It's like,
0: taste
3: of Dragons. Gaming podcast. The for everyone's taste.